RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What is up? My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. I said we were going to have a show, and here we are. We're doing it again. We're doing it live. This is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, reality, America, patriotism. Yeah. <laughs> you hear the sound of an abundance of shuffling. That was the cat, Jim, right before the show started. That was Francis, actually, to be precise. He, he jumped up and started moving things and... Then he jumped down. Where'd he go? Francis? I don't know where he went. All right. <laughs> I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. I hear the sound of victory. I hear the sound... Oh, my God. All right. Um, what the hell am I saying? Yes, we are... Uh, this is unapologetic liberal talk. And... Oh, uh, no. Russia bad when Dems have zero accomplishments and total... Please, for the love of God, not another GOP Trump Russia bad when Dems have zero accomplishments and total power. They don't really have total power. Um, this is on the chat. Gypsy Queen is uh, is writing. Um, the we do see they don't they there's a slim minority. Conservatism is uh, standing in the way of progress, of course, but. Um, I'm sorry. We, we're going to talk about the the Republican traitors who are repeating Russian talking points and propaganda and being used openly and actively for Russian propaganda. So I think that's important, and I think that's that's a problem. We we have the domestic terrorists or the the, the domestic well they're domestic terrorists yes. But the Republicans, they are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. There is no doubt in my mind that they're a goddamn sleeper cell. They repeat Russian talking points. There's no, there's no difference between what comes out of Putin's mouth and what comes out of the mouths of the Republicans. There's, there's not a coincidence. They, are, they have the same agenda. So... What what are we going to do about that? We talk about what, um, wh how, what needs to happen to restore or to even have a functioning democratic republic, not even restored. We've never had one. We've always had a, a uh, an aspirational democracy. We've never been, um, you know, actually uh, that shining. I, I don't know why I keep saying shining city on a hill. I hate that saying, but it pops into my head. Probably because it's I, I've had to endure listening to it. So, without addressing the um, you know the fire, the the termites gnawing away at the pillars of democracy, and that's who that's what they are. That's the Republicans. That's so, um, and the conservatives. We have the the conservatives in the Democratic Party are a problem. Yes. But the whole system is a problem. And we're teetering on the edge to the... We're, we're really going... I mean, if, if they get their... Um, if they get... 
if they are successful, we will be past the point of no return. So, would Dems, yeah, would they have all the power of... Uh, part of the reason we do the show is to ensure that the Democrats adopt, re, you know, reclaim the mantle of patriotism, adopt the patriotic, progressive policies that that are required to have a functioning democracy. So they don't, I, I mean, it is frustrating. They have total power. They have the House and um, the Senate by a, a, a slim majority. And we know the problems there. Money and politics is the root of all evil. And we have Democrats in name only who are standing in the way of doing the things that we need to do. Unfortunately, the Democratic Party, uh, to much to my frustration and maybe to the death of this country, ultimately, they don't have, it doesn't seem that they have that killer instinct that Mitch McConnell has to do everything to, to, to wield power and maintain power. So, I don't know. That's it. I'm sorry if you don't want to talk about the uh, what we're going to talk about, but that's it. All right. Um, my name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the Right Side of History. As I was saying, all that. Give the show a good review on iTunes. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep the show going and growing. And share the show with your friends. And yeah, that's it. What else? What, what, what else do I have to say before we can really dive in? Oh, I, w I just wanted to share something that, I don't know, I just I have to talk about it because this it kind of annoyed me. I guess this is somebody who is a fan. Well, I know. I've, I've received some other comments before, but this is what passes for a compliment i won't n name names um so but this person writes tara i so enjoy your your sharing of your knowledge and well your humanity with all of us as often as you do i'll be willing to guess that given your tendency to let your natural beauty speak for itself that you share my disdain for superficiality <sighs> Given that, have you considered having a quarter of Botox injected into your face at various places <laughs> to enhance your voluptuousness? How about, a, how about I inject some fucking Botox right here? Um, give, uh, please respond publicly. Many of us are anticipating the transformation P.S. I love you, sweetie pie. Please talk about your Malloy campfire sessions. I envy your friendship with Mike Malloy and his family. Is that that's what passes for a compliment? The, the, let me let me say something. All right. If uh, this this is what it's like being a woman in general. That you have to, this this is what passes for a comp. And how am I supposed to respond to that? Am I supposed to, oh, thank you. 
Thank you for your your constructive criticism. Why don't you go write Tom Hartman and tell him to fucking inject himself with Botox? What uh, the fact is, um, I'm a human being, and every single day I keep waking up, and that means I'm getting older. And guess what? It's going to get worse. My hair's gonna go gray. My face is gonna droop. I'm gonna have the so- I'm gonna have lines on my face. The signs and of every and every wrinkle. God damn it! I earned. So, give me a break. If you think that that's appropriate to go to write somebody and 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 I I don't know if you're being trying to be funny, or if this is uh, you're trying to be. I mean, talk about a backhanded compliment. Have you ever considered what? Uh, maybe I should get a, a fucking head transplant. Um, you know, change my entire body. Change, uh, but this is what men think that they have the right to tell women. Oh, oh, sweetie, get some fucking Botox. Okay. No, no offense. I know, I know. What, why am I saying no offense? It's it's offended. It's offensive. You, if you if you think that that's um, a compliment, and that's if just put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Just imagine if the next time you want to write something like that, ask yourself: Would I write this to Tom Hartman or Mike Malloy? Would you call, would you write Mike Malloy and say, Mike, I love your shows. I love your conversations, blah, 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 your knowledge. What, but you know what would be much um, more appealing? If you put some fucking Botox or dyed your hair or, uh, is it, I mean, really. All right, we're gonna, we'll leave it there for now. All right, I just had to get it off my chest because I, I, it's just a bit baffling to me, baffling. But I guess I would, ha- I'll have to grow a thicker skin somehow. It's amazing, but it's just amazing. You know, it just reminds me, like as a woman, every woman has a story. We all have to endure the um, that kind of that kind of talk from men in uh, they're oh so helpful men i remember all right let me uh lower the music a little bit when i was a kid the, i was walking by a fire station in my neighborhood and the fireman was sitting outside smile honey smile you look so much better when you smile fuck off all right at 12 years old i was like Get the fuck out of my way. Get out of my life. Get, get out of my head. Stop uh, dictating or choreographing my existence. But that's what it's like. And that's not even the the worst. I mean, we've all, as women, one in three women are sexually assaulted in their lifetime. I, uh, one day at a time, I haven't been... I haven't experienced rape, thankfully, because God knows, um, I'm not, I don't know, I don't know, there would be a murder, um, so, but 
I have been uh, when I as it was. I remember being a child standing on a bus stop and a fucking man walked by and grabbed my ass. I mean, this is that's just par for the course in human in being a female human being. You're constantly, of course, I put myself out here on the on the internet series of tubes, but does that? It's just it's just beyond belief to me sometimes. To think that, what the fuck? Do you, uh, if some things are best left unsaid, do you know any women? That's what makes me concerned. Because anybody, if any man that has any um, relationships with women in general would know, you know, you don't want to step on that landmine. Oh, gee, gee, sweetie. You, uh, I, you know what would be great? I love your this and that, but get some Botox. Fuck off. I'd like to see what you look like, frankly. Uh, let's see where we can nip and tuck you. How about here? Uh, get some Botox right here. Okay. Um, all right, let's get to work. Yeah, that's right. That well, it's a, Terry Taylor writes that happens for women at twelve and twenty-two and thirty-two and forty-two and fifty-two, and then they ignore you. Uh, if only. <laughs> That's not. I mean, I, and then oh, another time I told. Well, this is in my. I do. When I do my stand-up, I talk about getting. Uh, well, it was not the first time. I was uh, being uh, sexually assaulted on the subway. Some fucking old drunk asshole grabbed my ass on the subway. This was a couple of years ago. And I I was going to murder this person. I mean, I turned around with with anger uh, in the pit of my soul. Because maybe it just brings it all back. Being that helpless kid standing on a bus stop with some, oh my God, I wish I could knew who that person was uh right now hopefully they're rotting in hell right they probably are but um the guy this guy grabbed my ass. i mean to make a long story short then he ended up getting arrested which was good there there was a nut there was a young man behind me who saw this who saw it unfold and he was equally outraged so he he without prompting or even asking he just jumped up and saw that there was this there was a cop down st- sitting in one of the booths this was on a subway platform and he had the presence of mind to get the cop and he was like this guy just grabbed this lady and blah 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 and then the guy tried to get on the subway and the cop pulled him off and arrested him which was good. And then, of course, when I got a call from the district attorney, they took his ass to jail, and then the DA called a woman, uh, one of the DAs, I suppose, and she said that, of course, he's pleading that um, it was an accident. (laughs) It was no accident. All right. And then he was pleading, one of his defenses was that he's... uh, He's a happily married man. So why would he have to grab my ass? He's happily married. Like, fuck you. All right? I'm sick of this shit. Fucking real 
Exactly. This is what we have to put up with. You know what I mean? I got to get it from the from the right wingers. I got to get it from the left wingers. Well, I want you. You should do some Botox. Get the fuck out of here and, and forget the cur- the no cursing rule that I've given myself. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. <laughs> and thank you, Richard W. for your super chat. Already right out of the gate, Jim says. I mean, Richard says another great show, Tara. Thank you. Just don't tell me um, to go get some Botox. For my voluptuousness, there's one thing I'm not as voluptuous, so. Jesus Christ. It makes me, it pisses me the fuck off, all right? In case you haven't noticed. Really, give me a break. If you think that that's a normal thing to say to somebody, just imagine, just put it, just. Do the test. Let's play the game. Say, would I say this to Mike Malloy? Is this a, an appropriate feedback? Right? Would I say, Mike, you know, I love your show. Just, I would be great if you got some Botox. Botox. Fuck off. All right. Everybody's criticizing me today. Right out of the gate, I get criticism for talking about the topics we're going to talk about, not talking about what people want me to talk about, and then fucking telling me, today I got to get like a ding on my phone. You know, it'd be great if you got some Botox. Fuck off. All right. (laughs) I need to call my shrink, clearly. Okay. No wonder I'm in therapy. I live in this country. I have to endure the morons of the country, and then I gotta get I get inundated with 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 uh, constructive criticism, and so and then I wrote back, "Is this supposed to be a compliment?" I don't know. I don't know where men think they they have the right. It's just come on, get, try to catch up, okay? Try to catch up. Listen, listen, listen. All right. Let's, what are we going to talk about? There's a few things. I'm already pissed off, clearly. But I don't even know where to begin. Uh, let's just start. There's a few things. Let's start with this dumb bitch from uh, Fox News. And then we'll get into the Putin shit. Um, so yesterday, right before we did the show yesterday, th- this... I didn't talk about it. I was going to talk about it, but it didn't really... We ran out of time, and then uh, I figured let's wait anyway because this reporter, she teased on, on air she, uh, for a local Fox affiliate. She teased that she was being muzzled by her her bosses at the at the local Fox affiliate. And let me tell you guys, and you guys know I work in TV in my other life and um you know, I work in TV news. I've worked in TV news. I've worked for live TV shows and news programs and uh so I when I think about <laughs> these right wingers talking about like you know, the corporate, well, the uh, nefarious um, 
agenda of the corporate of corporate media that it just doesn't exist the nefarious agenda people are people they're just working but there are certain standards and and a news division they have news directors and those people are there ideally to ensure that bullshit doesn't get disseminated over the airwaves so they have some level of of uh, integrity so yesterday, this this right wing uh, reporter, she went she, she went on air. Wait, I'm just trying to find it. Let me show you. Now I gotta see. I look at myself. I say, so what, Botox. Where should I get some Botox? Fucking Botox. Maybe I should. Maybe I need a new face. Maybe I can get a face transplant. Maybe some new boobs, face transplant. I'll get a whole workup. Didn't they used to have a show like that, where they would give the people plastic surgery, for like from head to toe. Maybe I can apply for that. Go back in time. That's what I could do. I can go back in time to when I was young. And I'll I'll just remain there forever. I'll never, ever age. Right? Isn't that the job of being a woman? You just never, never age. Just don't look human. You got to look like the way your the male gaze wants you to look in a gay age, as in not gaze the gays don't care the gay a the g a z e gaze <laughs> all right i better get i need I need a shrink. Okay. Outages across the region. Fox 26 reporter Ivory Hecker is live in Montgomery County to take a look at that aspect. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that See, story, I want to let you they they the they tossed to her about some other bullshit local story. That's what happened. And then she's like, well, "Hold up, here, we got some we got some uh, right wing fascist alert happening." That aspect. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, I want to let you, the viewers, know that Fox Corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter being to, subjected to this. I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I oh found a nonprofit journalism group called non Project Veritas. It's going to help put that out tomorrow, so tune into them. But as for this heat wave across Texas, you can see what it's doing to AC units. This one broken down as we outages across the region. Fox 26. A, a nonprofit called Project Veritas, which is nothing but uh, the the updated base. It's really what's the, what was the Nazi the Nazi newspaper? I think it was Der Sturm Der Sturmer. The storm. That's what it is. So she runs to I to to Project Veritas, a a right wing fascist propaganda outlet, teasing this big story supposedly that she's being muzzled. And last night when I saw her this announcement, I thought she, it's here's this is why 
the United States is swirling the drain because fascists from sea to shining sea are going to grab onto that and be like, oh, where she see right here, fake news, fake news. They're being muzzled. And I am telling you, I don't know what the first of all, she teased what she was being muzzled for, but we're still waiting. And um, but the fact is what she was probably told that, no, you can't spread the big lie or you can't amplify uh, unverified right wing bullshit. That's not it's not a part of standards and practices in a news organization. So, I mean, and we are talking about a local Fox affiliate, not the not the Fox News mothership. So. She. She spoke to the Daily Beast, apparently, and they wrote an article. Wait, this is why a local Fox reporter sabotaged her career. And. Justin Barragona and Diane Falzone, who probably needs Botox, wrote, Fox 26 Houston general assignment reporter Ivory Heckler said Tuesday that she's been fired. (laughs) No kidding. Why would you do that, you dumb bitch? Um, After interrupting a live on-air report to accuse her employers of muzzling her, In an interview with the Daily Beast on Tuesday afternoon, the 32-year-old reporter claimed she'd been terminated via text message and declared that she would never work in corporate media again, not even on Fox News, where she claimed they wanted to bring me up, quote-unquote. Hecker went viral on Monday when she began a live report about the weather um, by revealing that she'd been that she had provided secret recordings to Project Veritas, the right-wing activist group founded by James O'Keefe, a convicted felon. For He went to prison. Um, well, was he on house arrest or did he go? I, I'm not sure how he spent his sentence, but he was arrested for pulling his dirty tricks. He, uh, they, um, I think he, he bugged the offices of, uh, of a duly elected, le- uh, legally elected representative of the government. I mean, that's against the law. Uh, and not to mention the selective editing that personifies Project Veritas. That's what they are. They are their propaganda mill right out of the playbook of fascist history that's project veritas of course see just like i say all the time how the right wingers they understand unlike left wingers uh, and real left wingers democrats normal people progressives they the right wingers understand the importance of getting the message out I don't know why they understand this so so clearly, whereas normal people seem to. I think maybe it's just the fact that they, normal people think that they are. I don't know. It's like that they they expect better of people somehow. They so they don't think that. I don't know. It's sort of like that, what the Democrats do in general. They think that 
they just doing good things for the American people is enough. Not um, when it isn't. When that's good or not, that is good. But you also have to you have to own it. You have to brand it. You have to repeat it again and again. You have to reclaim. You have to claim the narrative, and you got to ensure that whenever a dum dum a right winger in in other words goes online or goes anywhere to consume information or communication i mean that's what we are human beings are storytellers or we want to communicate we want to connect so wherever that that fascist goes that budding fascist or just regular old racist dumbass might stumble on the internet they that they will find not a they won't fall into a cue hole they'll find the the truth so for some reason le- liberals don't seem to get this that they that we need to own the message that 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 has to be as ubiquitous as the right wing liars this is why this country is swirling the drain it's because of the proliferation of, of fascist propaganda that we've been enduring. You see what happens when you ignore it? It's like ignoring some, uh, it's like ignoring the warning, the engine light on your car. Oh, it's still driving fine. Meanwhile, who knows? You could have, you know, your engine could seize up and that'll be it. So we've been ignoring for in many ways that warnings the warning signs of fascism for decades for my entire life really as because uh, as far back as i remember i've been screaming about the the fascist propaganda the 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 likes of rush limbaugh i've i witnessed this i endured my father the spewing the 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 right wing bullshit listening to somebody who was a teamster a a member of a union who lived and was able to have a decent middle class life because of all the liberal new deal policies that made him made uh, someone who was a garbage man uh, that and afforded a garbage man a decent middle class life at the time so and then he goes off and supports a party that is working against everything that made his life possible it's amazing so the daily beast continues uh heckler went viral on monday when she began a live report about the weather revealing that she provided some secret recordings to project project veritas the right-wing activist group founded by james o'keefe supposedly proving corruption and censorship at her station before we get to the story i wanted i want to let you know the viewers know that fox corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. Hecker said during the Monday on-air report, and from what I'm gathering, I'm not the only reporter being subjected to this. 
I'm going to be releasing some recordings about what's going on behind the scenes because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group. I know my finger's going up a lot tonight. Um, Project Veritas that is going to help put that out tomorrow. So tune in then. Hecker then pivoted to her report, which featured her standing in front of a man repairing an air conditioning unit. Hecker was initially suspended by the station on Tuesday morning when reached by phone in the afternoon. Hecker said she just landed in New York before a male voice in the background asked her who she was speaking with. After she mentioned the Daily Beast was on the phone, the phone told her, the, the voice told her to get off the phone now. That must have been him. He, I think he lives in New Jersey. I only know that because, um, like I'm saying, he, he was under house arrest. And I believe, I remember reading something that he was in his New Jersey home. If, if he might have moved because he got a, a lot of buku bucks from fascist propagandists, um, the funders of fascist propagandists. And that's what right-wingers do. They elevate their the voices of their um of their little uh budding joseph goebbels wherever they find them <sighs> the stupider the better and the uh, the more immoral the better as well because you got to be a real immoral piece of waste of human dna to to be a james o'keefe think see it's a whole scam the whole thing is a scam you're a patriot but you think you're, how, how patriotic is it to selectively edit people's, people's speeches, like Shirley Sherrod, to, to, and then release those selectively and deceptively edit? I mean, that's a more appropriate term. It's deceptively edited. And release those deceptively edited pieces to, into the body politic into the public consciousness um, to, to give the impression that the person is, uh, is saying the exact opposite of what she, she really said. And, uh, and also backing up, you know, Republican fevered schemes. That's what they did to Shirley Sherrod. Well, and another reason, well, I don't want to get into it, but we remember. For those who don't remember, like our millennial correspondent, Mark, who wasn't, I'm sure he was just a baby then, the, the Obama administration promptly fired Shirley Sherrod based on these deceptively edited hit pieces. And then later on, they only, only later on was it revealed that they had that they had just completely made shit up, made it up because what well, she didn't say anything that was bad, but that's what the Republicans need. They, they what she said was more dangerous than what you know, the Republicans could afford getting out there in in the public consciousness because what she said was that the real what she had learned in her position in government was that she had come to the realization that it wasn't about black versus white it was about rich versus poor so that, i mean that's the, the right there in a nutshell could be 
that's the cliff notes to the history of Western civilization right there. If, if you know nothing, if you learn nothing, if you, ne- if you never read a history book, I just, gave, I just broke it down for you. I gave you the cliff notes. It is not about rich, I mean, black versus white or minority versus majority. or It's about rich against poor from recorded history until today and it and it's still going on but but that's what that's what project veritas does and that is where they really uh made their bones so to speak on the shirley sherrod case they were so successful and then the republicans wrote oh remember they 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 defunded um Acorn, the voting, the it was a voting um, registration organization that encouraged and promoted re- people registering to vote, which is another bullshit thing that has to happen in this country. It's another racist remnant of our racist ass history. The fact that you have to even register in other countries in functioning democracies, when you turn 18, you're fucking registered. All right, it's done. You know, you know what I mean. But here, they do whatever they can to ensure that you don't have, you don't vote. People don't vote because they hate democracy. I mean, hello. That's another. That's the subtext. Rich against the rest of us, and P.S. They hate democracy. Okay. No matter if they, they could be waving flags, they could be riding fucking eagles through the scar, stars with all the stars uh, shitting red, white, and blue rainbows. Trust me, they hate democracy. And thereby, they hate America. All right. Uh, after she mentioned, oh yeah, the Daily Beast was on the phone, the voice told her to get off the phone now because... They might tell the truth about you, and I'm here to make you liar. Well, not make her, but... Moments later, she called back and confirmed that she had just been terminated by Fox 26 within the past hour. Well, what did you you expect? The station, meanwhile, confirmed that Hecker was no longer an employee while torching her for pairing up with Project Veritas. And they released a statement, and they write... Fox 26 adheres to the highest editorial standards of accuracy and impartiality. A Fox, a Fox 26 spokesman told, or spokesperson uh, told the Daily Beast, this incident involves nothing more than a disgruntled former employee seeking publicity by promoting a false narrative produced through selectively editing uh, and selective editing and mis representation that's that could be the subhead of every project veritas hit piece selective editing and misrepresentation i've been longing to part ways with this strange slightly unhinged corporation since last august when i realized what they were hecker said the piece with project veritas doesn't touch what they did Fox 26 knows I'm fearless, she added. I have zero interest in working for another corporation. They all tow the same line. 
Hecker even took a jab at the flagship network of her former employer's parent company. I would turn down Fox News, she said. They wanted to bring me up to the network. Well, she's blonde, too, and she probably doesn't need Botox yet. I met a lot of executives there, and I don't want to talk to them anymore. It came from one of the top executives there that what I needed to succeed was to get in line with the narrative. A Fox News spokesperson, however, confirmed that the network did have a single meeting with Hecker, but that it was only out of courtesy and that the reporter was never offered a job with the network. Ultimately, the drama surrounding her on-air stunt proved to be more salacious than the actual allegations contained within her sting videos revealed on Tuesday evening. Oh, they did release a video. Okay. The 10-minute video featured Hecker sitting down with O'Keefe to allege that Fox 26's management purposefully steered her away from legitimate news stories in order to support a specific agenda. Okay. Like what? In one piece of surretip... I can't pronounce this word. Surret... You know what I'm saying. Surreptitiously. Surreptitiously, yes. Surreptitiously. I don't know. Some words just can't come out of my mouth. It's very bizarre. I hear you. And probably annoying, but I apologize. Um, Surreptitiously recorded footage. Fox 26 assistant news director Lee Meyer was seen explaining why the station does not do more stories on Bitcoin. In the clip, Meyer said, it's an editorial choice not to cover the cryptocurrency. (laughs) Okay, this is, it's, she's being muzzled. Um, Because it would likely not appeal to the station's early evening broadcast viewership. Yeah, because they're probably septuagenarians. Who watches the local evening news? Anybody? Any millennials? Say, the local six o'clock news is on, honey. Quiet, quiet. Everyone gather around. Get your Swanson chicken boy dinners and let's all watch the six o'clock news and eat these these poor chicken corpses that died so um, a lying fascist can have his pockets lined. I have passed on Bitcoin stories by almost every single reporter for our 5 o'clock audience because that's not our 5 o'clock audience, Meyer said. So there's lots of reasons. If I know our numbers are tanking from 5 to 6 in one particular segment, I must say, yeah, that uh, and Bitcoin for poor African-American audiences at 5, it's probably not going to play. That's a choice I'm making. Wow. What a scandal. Doesn't it, it's all it sounds like to me is the news organization is worried about something they really shouldn't be worried about, uh, and that's ratings. They should be more focused on educating their viewers, but we see the problem we're facing in regard to having a corporate media, a for-profit corporate media, pretending to be, in, to, to be news. 
Reacting to Meyer's rather mundane remarks about the incentives of broadcast news, Hecker declared to O'Keefe, I want out of this narrative news telling. I want out of this corruption. These people are, they're, they're, they're unbearable. Hecker also contended that Fox 26 attempted to censor her over coverage of hydroxychloroquine. Oh, my God. An anti-malarial drug hyped by that orange vomit as the miracle COVID-19 cure, but found to be largely ineffective against the virus. In a recorded call with Meyer and Fox 26, Vice President and News Director Susan Schiller Hecker was told she failed as a reporter for not looking at the latest research on the drug before boosting a post from a local doctor and hyping it as a COVID treatment. You need to cease and desist posting about hydroxychloroquine, Schiller told her. <laughs> See, they were trying to stop this, this, this a runaway fascist from spreading fake news. That's all. That's not, that's actually keeping up with journalistic standards. It's not being muzzled. It's being responsible to the community, to the audience in the community that you pretend to serve. Not, I mean, it's also required as a functioning democracy. It, we don't, we can't abide the fake news just because the, you, she thinks she's being muzzled. By not, you're not being muzzled. The community is being respected. It's, it's not being muzzled to not be able to tell lies by a news in a, in a news organization. No wonder you ran to a fascist, uh, fascist, fascist propaganda outlet. You'll be more comfortable there, but here we are. There should be no, there, sh there really, here, the problem in this country is w there should be no people willing to work for a fascist propaganda outlet, you see? But here we are. Um... Hecker claimed the studies downplaying the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine and safety of the drug made Varen's comments more newsworthy. Oh, and this was a, a Facebook post that the reporter shared last August featuring Dr. Joseph Varen claiming that he had used hydroxychloroquine to good success. Oh, so you found a couple of crackpots. We also played, remember, Back in the day when we were young and didn't need Botox, the, we played that doctor, that crackpot voodoo doctor that Twitler would pointed to and use as an example. She had a press conference on the, I think she was on the, on the steps of the Capitol building talking about the effective, how hydroxychloroquine was a miracle drug and all her patients were on it and they were cured. And it's nothing but lies. This can, we can't stand this. This cannot be allowed to go unchallenged. The proliferation of lies in this country. That's part of what's killing us. So 
The Project Veritas video also featured undercover videos of Fox 26 employees from the conservative group's own operatives, though these also appear to be more than a bit overhyped, largely involving low-level station staffers from the business side. In one clip, an undercover Project Veritas staffer spoke with a sales coordinator and promo producer at a loud bar over drinks. The Fox 26 employers, I mean employees, acknowledged at one point that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is paying for advertising at the station, noting that they tend to be able to outbid other sponsors, eventually prompting the Project Veritas operative to try and con- connect the dots between vaccine advocacy and the station's news coverage and the money it received from the government ad purchases. So they're saying, take the vaccine, and the CDC is running uh, PSAs on the channel. What a scandal. They're such, I mean, oh my God. Everything Republicans get their filthy fascist clutches on it, it is destroyed. And we have to live in the aftermath, the consequences of them from even this. Even it's bad enough having to go through the pandemic, enduring the lockdown, the, the challenges, the death, the grief. The economic disaster, the corpses they, these pricks created, and it's bad enough. But then on top of it, add on top of it, their constant vilification of the, the, the simplest things we need to do to, to come together as a community and address our very real problems Everything, everything they touch, they destroy. There's, there could be no community spirit or unity. Are you kidding me? You, if, if we had actual leadership, not fascist prick leadership, well, masquerading as leadership, during this pandemic, it's, a, it's another missed opportunity. This could have been the opportunity we needed to, to actually unify if we had somebody who wasn't a sociopath squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. We could have used this, or it, it could have been a much different experience. It's bad enough. But the broken government, thanks to money and politics, sending people onto the unemployment rolls, and, and on and on, and the, and the fascist Republicans standing in the way of the things that we need to do to save people and to get, throw them lifelines to our fellow Americans so we don't have the third Republican Great Depression in 100 years. It's everything that they that they touch, they turn into another excuse for Americans to to kill each other, to go at each other's. I mean, I mean, literally kill each other, because I don't know if you saw this story. Oh, God help me. Um, this really upset me. 
Where is it? I'll get off that stupid reporter. A man got into an argument with a store cashier about wearing a mask. Then he shot and killed her. That's Republicanism, right? Thanks, thank you, Republicans. You want another another needless death in America, thanks to the filthy fascist Republican Party that couldn't couldn't give a shit about this country. They they made that. They created that. Another death. Another grieving family. Another community uh, in shock. Arming these pricks, making giving them uh, false information, setting them loose onto the community to harass people and now kill people. Thinking, oh, that's a Second Amendment remedy. I'm going to wear a mask? Hell no. I'm going to use my Second Amendment. That's a, that's just a Second Amendment remedy, right? Get the fuck out of here. A man shot and co- killed a supermarket cashier in Georgia on Monday after arguing with her about wearing a mask before shooting an off-duty law enforcement officer who tried to intervene. The cashier, identified by DeKalb County Police as 41-year-old Laquita Willis, was pronounced dead at Grady Memorial Hospital. The suspect, Victor Lee Tucker Jr. Well, what what do you want to bet? Laquita Willis was someone with darker pigment, and Victor Lee Tucker Jr. was a, a good old boy, American white privileged prick, Trump and traitor. What do you want to bet? He didn't going to tell it. Let some some N word tell him to wear a mask. He's got his Second Amendment remedy. He'll be right back to kill her. Thank you. Thanks, Republicans. Another, another needless death. It's, a, it's abhorrent. This is where we connect the dots. You know, it's not just that something horribly horrific and tragic unfolded. This is a direct response to the, the fascist propaganda that, have, that Twitler spewed from the time that we first heard of the pandemic. This is, this is them. This is what they created. This, this, they never take an opportunity to unify this country or tell their morons like Victor Lee Tucker Jr. that we're in this together. Wear a mask. Because you just might save somebody's life. You know, as a patriot, you should care about that. Instead, we have to endure the harassment and now the outright uh, violence from these, the, the, these, oh, these people. And I'm being generous. These people who, uh, who, who lack the fundamental 
maturity, the fundamental decency, morality, spirituality, everything that makes humanity decent, they lack it. And everything that makes humanity suffer and suck, that's what they, they do more of. They amplify that. They say, yeah, more of that, more selfishness, more greed, more, more hatred, more ignorance, more, more, more me, me, me. You're, you're not going to tell me to wear a mask. Another senseless death. From somebody who's a Trump fan Z, of course, what do you want to bet? I mean, it doesn't say in the article, but what do you want to bet? Of course. But another Trump fan Z on the loose, and we all just have to, meanwhile, um, try to live our lives, enduring, hoping that we don't run into one of these freaks. Wear a mask, you dumb pricks. Oh, what about the... Get a vaccine. Get the fucking vaccine, you traitors. But whatever. Uh, then, oh, so so the story, how it unfolded, is that uh, this Trump anzi, Victor Lee Tucker Jr., age 30, got into a dispute with Willis about a face mask while checking out at the Big, Big Bear supermarket in Decatur, um, then he left the store, came back inside, walked up to Willis before pulling out a handgun and shooting her. Because, you know, America. The police said the subject is facing charges of murder and two counts of aggra- aggravated assault. At a press conference on Monday, DeKalb County Sheriff Melody Maddox said in an off-duty deputy who was at the store tried to intervene after the subject shot the cashier. The deputy, Danny Jordan, shot the suspect and was fired at in return. And a former DeKalb County police officer, Jordan, age 54, joined the force and, and uh, the, joined the sheriff's office in 2021. He was working security at the supermarket that day. Oh, God. Both Jordan and the suspect are injured but in stable condition. The suspect was arrested trying to crawl out the front door. Oof, hope he crawls to hell. Another cashier was grazed by a bullet. Isn't this wonderful, living in this fucked up country? It's bad enough. We got to go through a pandemic. But this is what Republicans have built. They built this. This is the community they built. That's the community spirit they built. Oh, they hate America. Oh, they say we hate America. They talk about normal people, how, oh, liberals hate America. No, they hate America. Know them by their fruits. This is what it looks like when you hate America. Not only do you hate America, you hate your fellow Americans. That's hating America. You hate America and everybody in America. They're, they're nothing. They're nobody. You could just b- blow them away. Kill them for nothing. For 
being for whether just for the the simple act of asking you to do the simplest thing for your fellow Americans. That's all. See, that's what I say all the time. Republicans, they would never, they wouldn't pull a hair for you, for their fellow Americans. They, that's not, I mean, and that's not patriotic. They're not patriots. They hate America. Exhibit Z right here. There's not enough, I mean, exhibit, whatever. It's endless examples. It was over a mask. (laughs) Wait, another cashier who was was grazed and treated at the scene. Uh, Maddox could not say what the argument was about. It was over a mask. I don't know if they were wearing it or not. However, Big Bear Supermarket owner Ray Kim said that Willis had asked the suspect to put on his face mask because that was store policy. (sighs) A GBI spokesman and DeKalb County Police Department, which is investigating the homicide, said there were no additional updates. My God. The politicization of face coverings has resulted in several violent incidents across the country since the start of the pandemic. In Stillwater, Oklahoma, in May 2020, officials walked back a policy requiring face masks in local businesses after employees were being verbally abused and threatened with violence. A man in Iowa was sentenced to 10 years in prison this month after fighting with and spitting in the face of a person who asked him to wear a mask properly. Oh, he's probably one of those scums with stupid nose sticking out. Because they're, they're babies. They, they don't know how to... Like, babies need to help. They need help getting dressed. They need... Same thing with Republicans. Like the Georgia supermarket shooting, some of the these disputes have also resulted in death. A security guard at the Family Dollar in Flint, Michigan, was shot and killed after an argument with a woman over her refusal to wear a mask. A man who was denied service at a store in 2020 allegedly stabbed another customer and then tried to attack the sheriff's deputy before being shot dead. Good. Oh. I thought you liberals were all about tolerance. I don't tolerate intolerance and fascism. That's, as a patriot, it is the duty of all Americans to not tolerate fascist lies, pricks, well, not, you know, just pricks, just fascist pricks in general. Do you hear Ray? Ray, Ray, come here, honey. I don't know if you can hear him. He's cute. He's going, he talks a lot. Ray, come here, honey. Ray, Ray. Where are you? Come here. Come here. (laughs) He's such a bastard. Get over here. Ray. Come here, Ray, Ray. Ray. Son of a bitch. He's, he's just, he's just a bastard. All right. 
Oh, God. Who's here? Let me see who's here. Hi, Haku. Let's see. Hi, Suzanne. I don't know why I'm talking like that. <clears throat> Hi, Jabber Monkey and Eve. If you're on any other channel, come on over to youtube.com slash C slash Tara Buster. Keep the party going. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, you know what else? There's, yesterday we had, well, we had a troll. Let's see. Any trolls? I don't see any trolls. All right. Let me just talk about, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Let me talk about the, well, well the, the title of the show, that the Republican sleeper cell, and that's what they are. Well, it is not a coincidence that the Republican Party has the sh same talking points as Putin. Right? It's not, don't, um, your eyes and ears are not deceiving you. If it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, what's the difference? It's a friggin' duck. And if it is repeating the same talking points as America's anti-democratic foreign adversaries who are actively attacking this country. And that's what they're doing. You know what's so annoying besides everything else? Uh, just for the corporate media in general, how they're interviewing Putin. There was a big expose, whoever, one of the uh, media outlets, the big corporate media outlets, was interviewed Putin before he's meeting Biden tomorrow. I don't know why he's even meeting him, but, um, and they, the question to Putin was, are you a killer? Biden says you're a killer. Are you a killer? What kind of baby shit is this? Are you a killer? And then the court, I don't remember. I think it was NBC, but, um, then when they threw back to the anchor, it was like, Good job there with that question. Are you a killer? How? What good job? It's just, it's just theater. What do you think he's going to say? Sitting down with an anti-democratic foreign dictator who kills journalists, who invades his other countries, who shoots down passenger planes, who gives tacit approval and uh, and gives implicit support to other anti-democratic foreign dictators around the world? Who is whose country has a smaller economy than the economy of of California? John McCain was right. Uh, what is what did he say that Russia is nothing but a gas station or something like that? It's true. That's all they have is oil but they don't they have nothing else that's why they're attacking this country they are actively attacking this country with a psyops campaign running facebook groups that turn american morons into outright traitors into putin puppet traitors sending p uh, uh, supporting the 
the sleeper cells in the Republican Party. Uh, what does, really, what does Putin have on these Republicans? There has to be something. This article from 2019 has Putin activated the prostrate eight <laughs> to defend Trump. Guess who's on in the list? Remember, in 2018, eight Republican law- lawmakers celebrated the 4th of July in Moscow. Russia, uh, Moscow, Russia, of course. Senator Richard Shelby of Alabama, who led the delegation along with senators, get wait for it, Ron Johnson. You might remember him from such treasonous misinformation, revisionist history as um, the Capitol rioters were on a, on a tour that they stayed within the rope lines. You might remember that. Uh, and another calling Ashley Babbitt um, a patriot who was executed by Capitol Police. John Neely Kennedy of Louisiana, that, that marble mouth mother effer. Steve Daines of Montana, North Dakota's John Hoven. Jerry Moran of Kansas, South Dakota's John Thune, and Representative Kay Granger of Texas. The uh, ostensible reason for the trip was engagement. The same tired excuse Senator Rand Paul routinely provides to justify his own shadowy meetings with our enemies, and that includes Putin. Remember that? Set the Rand Paul? Once upon a time, and this is not just to make it clear, Rand Paul, the Republican senator from Kentucky, likened Donald Trump to a singularly loathsome and pathetic uh, Tolkien character. Um, and on the same broadcast, Paul denounced Trump as a delusional narcissist. But after suspending his campaign, after he got out of the race, Paul, when he was challenging Twitter in the primaries, Paul changed his tack on April uh, 1st, 2016. He told the Cincinnati Inquirer that while he would not endorse any candidate, he would vote for Trump. All right. And less, less than a year later, Paul objected to a treaty to allow Montenegro into NATO, parroting the Kremlin's position. John McCain accused him on the Senate floor of working for Vladimir Putin. This quote got a lot of play in the political press who love that sort of thing, but the consensus seemed to be that McCain was using hyperbolic language to make his point, but maybe not. Maybe he was, uh, since maybe he was being more, um, he wasn't being poetic, he was being accurate. Since the day John McCain called him out, Rand Paul has been a veritable lobbyist for the Kremlin on matters large and small. Paul's supported Moscow's positions. He's pushed for open and active dialogue with a nation that engaged in cyber warfare against us. He's argued for the lifting of sanctions on Russian individuals close to Putin. He was one of the few politicians who defended Trump after his disastrous display in Helsinki 
when Trump more or less kissed the ring of the Russian dictator. He joined Trump in seeking the the revocation of a security clearance on John Brennan, the former CIA director denounced who uh, denounced the Helsinki summit as something as nothing short of treasonous in weeks uh, later, Paul held with the Kremlin. Wait, wait. In recent, this is written back in the day. In and they write in recent weeks, Paul has held with the Kremlin's position on Syria and uh, Russia Today, the Russian state news network, lavishes praise on Senator Rand Paul. The dissemination of Putinist propaganda is bad enough. But let's not forget that Rand Paul served as the Trump-Russia intermediary. I mean, this is not a coincidence, guys. On one occasion, flying to Moscow to deliver a handwritten letter from Trump to Putin in person. I wonder what it said. We weren't privy to that, though. Now, you ask, uh, just play the game again. What what, 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 What would these filthy fascists do? These fake patriots, these America-hating termites gnawing at the pillars of democracy, what would they do if if, um, President Obama passed a secret note to another, to anybody? Just pick anybody. It wouldn't even matter. To Putin, to anyone. They would, they would, they would impeach him. They would rail about treason. But being a Republican means you can be a traitor. And <laughs> I mean, I guess when you're a traitor, you're, uh, you're following the party line. The letter emphasizes, this is what it says. The letter emphasized the importance of further engagement in various areas, including terrorism. Oh, remember when Putin, I mean, when Trump, <laughs> because Putin, um, they tried to have well we all we know is that they tried we don't know if they were successful or not with the putin hackers tried to hack into the electronic voting machines and they it was reported that they that they tried to hack into certain counties in florida they they wouldn't tell us what counties and god knows if they were successful or not we wouldn't know it so, um, and also just the Russian bot machines, the troll bots that w- w- were unleashed on social media to spread misinformation, to sow division, to keep the raci- raci- racist pricks ramped up and turning their anger against their, the, the fellow Americans that um, they hate. Meaning they're not patriots, of course, right? <sighs> so, where is it? The, uh, Ariel Cohen writes in The American Interest, Paul apparently botched his courier job. The White House was furious with the senator for going off script and implying that Rand Paul had carried a confidential message from Trump to Putin. You see... That's the script going off script was that he wasn't supposed to say that he, that whole, um, note, that love letter to Putin that Twitler wrote, that was, he was supposed to keep that under his hat. 
Because then, then the the Lugan press, according to the fascists, would ask Trump about it, and it would and he would have to explain himself. Not that he cares. All he would have to do is cry Lugan press. A fuming Senator U.S. administration official told me that the senator wrote the letter himself and insisted that the U.S. embassy personnel not accompany him to meetings with Russian officials, which is a, a pattern that Trump established by not having transcripts of meetings. Can you believe that? What would, what would they do? Okay, that's how we know how full of excrement they are. Because what would they do if it was Obama or Biden was meeting with foreign dictators and there was no record of what they said? Oh, forget about it. We know because it's all they would they would be whining and they would be crying and they would be pounding their fists and calling for investigations and treason and traitor and treason and traitor. They are the friggin' domestic enemies the founders warned us about. And here's the receipts right here. John McCain knew it. They knew it. Remember when that recording with the Republicans, when Trump was, um, I think it was still during the primaries, and they said amongst each other, I think Putin is paying Trump. Of course he is. Trump is bought cheap. He is a cheap date, that, that son of a bitch. And it's easy to buy him. All you got to do is flatter him. I mean, look what he did for for Kim Jong-un. Elevating this tin pot, mur- another tin pot murderous dictator. Giving him the the, uh, the accolades. Talking about falling in love with a murderous dictator. Oh, I thought, remember when we invaded Iraq? attacked the country that never attacked us because Saddam Hussein gassed his own people. Well, the North Koreans starved their own people, disappear their own people, keep their people in poverty, in the dark, literally and figuratively. Oh, but he's a tough cookie. What a disgrace. God, they suck. <laughs> Be great if they just sucked, but they're traitors. The GOP was denied an audience. Here's going back to the 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 July Fourth meeting. The 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 cabal of traitors was denied an audience with Vladimir Putin, a subtle and character characteristically petty show of his dominance. That's what he he likes to show. He's in charge. And the Republicans are like, yes, sir. Yes, my lord. But the group nevertheless met with a number of key Russians, including Foreign Minister Sergei Sergei Lavrov. Well, remember him? He's the one that Twitler spewed all the state secrets to. Oh, God. And former Russian ambassador, I'm sure he's the one that just, he probably planted a bug under the 
dumb prick's desk. Former Lush, Russian ambassador. Uh, oh, yes, not Lavra and Kislyak, the two jackals who 14 months earlier were photographed by the Russian press yucking it up with Trump in the Oval Office the day after Comey was fired. You know, that whole obstruction of justice thingy. Perhaps the American intention was to lay the smackdown? According to the Danes, uh, according to Danes, the delegation sent a very strong message and a direct message to the Russian government? Oh yeah, very strong message when he refuses to meet with you. You look like the strong ones. In which they requested that Russia stop um, effing with our elections and uh, um, invading Ukraine and Syria and stop their bullshit. Um, I asked our friend, this is John Kennedy, the marble mouth asshole. I asked our friends in Russia not to interfere in our elections this year. You, You needed to go to Moscow to do that? I asked them to exit Ukraine and follow Ukraine for self-determinants. I asked the same thing in Crimea. Oh, well, he really listened. My God. But, yeah, we don't have any way of knowing if this is true or not because the media was barred from closed-door meetings with, not Putin, but his the delegates he... He sent in his place to the delight of the gloating Russians. They who oh, write, oh my God. I mean, this was, this was just another example of what, of the traitors that they are and how much danger we're in and how they need to be stopped. Hmm. Russia State TV at the time um, featured an interview with Igor Korochenko, member of the Defense Ministry's, Ministry's Public Advisory Council. Talks, he, he on State TV talked about the GOP senators coming to Russia, and he, re, he, he said, the Russians should look down upon the Americans. Okay. You came to us because you need it. They, they embarrassed us. That's all. Scum. When Danes, you know, the, one of the Republicans who went to Russia for July 4th, he seems to he, in the in after in the aftermath he seemed to have panicked at the optics of spending independence day fluffing putin and he then tweeted out <laughs> this photo when he wasn't even there july 5th you see but he wasn't there it was he was in moscow at the time hearing the sound of fireworks all around us celebrating freedom you see how that, no standards, no, no bounds. You think they hit bottom, the trap door opens, and they plummet down another 50 levels. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. can't believe the time.
That's what happens when you spend the first half of the show railing about Botox. Bing bong bing bong bong. All right, let's and and I have more receipts as far as the traders are concerned. I don't know if you saw this. Hold on. Bam ba da. <sighs> this really pissed me off. Oh, there's so many things. I just want to I'm pointing it out because they're traders and it needs to be it needs to be out there in the public lexicon like top of mind. So here we go. Where is it? Sorry, guys. Putin and the Republicans adopt the same talking points about the January 6th riot. <sighs> the first sign of trouble, this, and this was written in June, okay? I mean, uh, this was written not in June. We're in June. June 7th, I meant. The first sign of trouble came a week ago when Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov sounded a bit like a far-right politician when talking about the insurrectionist attack on the U.S. Capitol. And this is an article from MSNBC.com written by Steve Brennan. Or Benin. Um, Lavrov told reporters that the Kremlin is following with interest the persecution of those accused of riots on January 6th. If the foreign minister's name sounds familiar, it's because Donald Trump welcomed him into the Oval Office for a visit that was never fully explained in 2017. It was the meeting that the Republican revealed highly classified information to his Russian guests for reasons unknown. No, yeah, I, know, I could tell you why. You know why he did it? Because he needs to impress them. That's why. Like he needed to impress little tin pot dictator Kim Jong-un. He, he needed to impress them. Look at me. That's why Twitler is walking around Marl Moron stumbling into memorial services to complain about how unfair life's been to him. Because one of the the biggest blows is how is he ever going to be best friends with Putin? He's embarrassed for himself. That's why he has to bullshit this whole big lie. He's got to take the entire democratic experiment with him. That, he can't face his boyfriend Putin. His master. How is he going to do that? I mean, Putin is holding on to power until 2036. So, oh, look, there goes the camera again. It's on a sensor, like I said. Every time I need Botox, it goes blurry. So it senses that I need Botox. So Let's see. Why is it doing that? I hate that. It's not even on autofocus. Why is it doing that? It shouldn't. Even, it should just not go blurry. It's very annoying. Damn it! Hi. Do I need Botox? Where? Here? 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 Right here? Yeah. 
ridiculous. All right. Nevertheless, by the end of the last week, Lavrov's boss, Putin, was using the same rhetoric. During an economic forum in St. Petersburg, Putin said that the people who violently stormed the Capitol on January 6th to stop Congress from certifying Trump's loss were people justifiably angry with the election results. And now this comes from a person who hates democracy and uses the United States, the chaos that the Republicans have created here uh, and the conservatives of all stripes, uh, uses that as an example why democracy is a failed experiment and openly talks about it and points to the United States. They came with political demands, he said. Putin added that the January 6th rioters are not looters or thieves and that they were slapped with very harsh charges. Why is that? The broader context is obviously important. Biden is scheduled to meet with Putin, and it's a safe bet that the American leader will press his counterpart in Moscow on human rights abuses, including his treatment of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. The point was hardly subtle. Putin wants to be able to say he's prosecuting his domestic political opponents just as the Biden administration prosecutes those responsible for the insurrection. As far as the Russian leader is concerned, there's a moral equivalent, but it's, see, it doesn't matter. They'll make it up anyway. So Biden can't claim the high ground during the meeting. In reality, that's ridiculous. Alexei Navalny is not a criminal. He did not launch violent attacks against the Kremlin. He challenged Putin through democratic means and nearly paid for it with his life. The idea that Navalny has anything in common with insurrectionist rioters in the United States is the opposite of reality. Navalny supports democracy in his country. The January 6th mob tried to derail democracy in their country. But as relevant as the motivations behind the talking points are, the end result matters just as much. As Rachel Maddow noted, it is remarkable th- to, to see Russia's head of state take up the cause of the January 6th attack by Trump supporters who were trying to block the counting of votes in the last election because they didn't want to, see, want to um, admit or want to uh, see that Trump lost. It's kind of remarkable to see a foreign head of state take up that cause. And what's also remarkable but not unexpected and, and, and vile is the Republicans are, and, and Putin are sharing the same talking points it's as if it comes right from, the, uh, right from the Kremlin. They're getting their marching orders. While the president is overseas meeting with anti-democratic foreign dictators, the Fox News propaganda machine is going full tilt boogie criticizing biden and praising putin it's abhorrent it's disgusting they are traitors it's disgusting put it in any other context imagine this were 1935 
and uh, the American president would go overseas for a meeting and praise Hitler? That's what we're, this is what we're dealing with. You got some, the American right, the so-called American right, are undermining democracy. They are doing the work of Putin. And they don't care. It's right out there in the open. Can we all just admit, we got to get to that point. The first step in recovery is admitting you have a problem. Let's, we, we, let's admit, you know, um, all of us, the corporate media needs to do its job. Well, uh, I mean, I know how stupid that sounds, but because in one breath, they'll point out the fact that Putin and the Republicans are spreading the same talking point lies about the January 6th insurrection. And in the next breath, they'll talk about Joe Biden trying to, where's he going to get his bipartisan votes for an infrastructure package? To me, that sounds like cognitive dissonance. You know what I mean? That's why. It sounds like... Um, that this is why we're insane in this country because okay you how do we go from the republican party uh, is breaking democracy f f every place they have the ability everywhere they touch democracy they break it and manipulate and run these fake audits and cry fascist fake news, fake news, fake news, whenever they, they, uh, the truth catches up to them. And, or cry persecution whenever the long arm of the law reaches out and grabs them. Everybody's corrupt. This is what they're, they're but they're the ones. They are corrupt. They're the, the termites gnawing at the pillars of democracy, spreading the same talking points as the goddamn enemies of America. So we can go from, from that, noting that the Republicans are spreading the talking points of America's enemies without blinking an eye. Let's go to our next story. Where's Joe Biden going to get his bipartisan deal on infrastructure? This seems like, whoa, 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 wait, hey, hey, whoa. Hold up here. What are, we, what are you talking about? This is not normal. Roll it back, buddy. Roll back. We got traitors infesting the halls of power. And now you want to make a deal with them? Have you been paying attention to your own stories, your own news stories? This is the normalization of the destruction of democracy. We're all supposed to get, we'll be numb to it. Oh, this is normal. See, it's normal to have an insurrection. It's normal to repeat the lies of anti-democratic foreign dictators. It's normal. See, because next breath, we're, we're talking about where we're going to get votes and deals from the same insurrectionists. The same ones. 
who spread Russian propaganda in this country, who literally salivate over Russian propaganda. That's what Ted Cruz did. He salivated over a, a, a Russian propaganda movie about the milit about their military, criticizing, attacking our military. Is this this is a disgrace? They must be stopped legally and peacefully. I don't know. Am I wrong? Where is that other one? Oh, for uh, now, here's another example. Where is it? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so many things. Jesus Christ. Russian state TV hails... The, a patriot who participated in the Capitol riot, the, the guy's name, Richard Barnett, the, the traitor who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, who, I don't know why, was released on bail. He needs to have his ass in jail because while out on bail, this, I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel like uh, uh, this makes me infuriated. While out on bail, Richard Barnett is, um, he appeared on Russian state television. So remember how, this is why I can't stand the Republicans, and it's insane, how insane this country is. We've had to endure them. That's it. That's how you explain living in, in a country with these fascists. It's, you gotta, it's, I feel like I've had to endure sharing the same air with them because we've had to endure their, their bullshit constantly. Remember how they attacked John McCain saying, oh, he sung like a bird when he was a prisoner of war, which was not true. Vilifying people. They vilify patriots and elevate traitors. Here we have... They, they love traitors like General Flynn. He's a fucking traitor. An outright absolute traitor to this country. A Putin puppet, a puppet of Turkish di dictators, a, a, a disgusting sham who needs to be held accountable for his crimes, that's for sure. Uh, but traitors, bottom line. Russian state TV has hailed an American patriot, quote-unquote, the infamous Capitol riot suspect who was photographed gleefully sitting with his foot on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Richard Barnett, age 60, appeared in an interview that aired Sunday complaining about jail after his arrest charges linked to the attempted overthrow of the presidential election. First reported by the Daily Beast... The segment aired just days before President Joe Biden and Russian president. Uh, this is another thing that drives me insane. He's not the fucking president. All right. He's a dictator. Why don't they? It's like calling somebody uh, you're you're. And this is another thing. In the future, if we 
if we are not successful saving this country from the anti-democratic scum that is destroying it, the, we won't have a king. Don't worry. It won't. He, and it will be a he, won't be called king. They will call him president. We won't have a dictator like the dictator of Rome. Um, uh, that was a, 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 an office. That was a position. We, we won't have a, an outright dictator, but they will call him president. He will be a dictator. He will be a king. So it's, we, we see it happening right here. Calling Putin the president. He's not the fucking president. You know, that's not a pre when you are a, um, dictator for life, uh, president G, they call him president. That's, that's an assault on democracy. They should call them what they are. Dictators. And in fact, it used to drive me insane about China when, and even during Obama and every other administration, whenever they, remember, um, they would talk about the Chinese president, Xi. He's not the president. They don't even call him president. They call him the chairman because it's a freaking communist party. But they... But the corporate media here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, they change it to president because it's more palatable to the morons when all it does is serve to make people stupid and misinformed. No, he's not the president. Don't Let's not give the impression that our president is meeting on equal terms with somebody who's been duly elected. This is not what's happening. By calling them president, you're elevating them. You're giving them the respect they don't deserve. They're dictators. They're 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 not uh, dem small d Democrats. They shouldn't be given the moniker uh, of president. Not only that, it it seeds the ground for the morons here to think that. It's okay with that, what goes on, the the power grabs, the desire, and the dirty tricks to that make somebody dictator for life or president for life. That's not pre that's not a president. I'm sick of it. That's why I, we do the show to reclaim the narrative. Uh, am I wrong here? No. They're wrong. The corporate media, it's, it's just, you know why? It's because it is, it's easier to just go along. It's easier to do a story and just say president. They don't explain anything to the American people. It's, uh, it's part of my eternal frustrations. And also knowing how how broken we are all right so this trader richard barnett he went on russian state television to be used as a fucking pawn in russian propaganda excuse my language i don't know when people tell me i need botox it gets me i get um irritated Special correspondent Valentin Bogdanov, a Russian TV channel 
um, whatever, interviewed Barnett, a self-described white nationalist. Did you see where we live? You know, patriots of this country stormed the beaches of Normandy, fighting fascists, fighting white nationalists, and now they're emboldened here in this country. They don't even have the shame because of the fascist prick who squatted in the White House despite receiving fewer votes, going out there calling themselves white nationalists openly. That's how close we are to the point of no return. A self-described white nationalist. He described Barnett as colorful, a word Putin has used to character, characterize Trump. He also refer, falsely referred to the 2020 presidential election as stolen, a claim that is not based in fact. Barnett has been charged. You see what there's on Russian state television. They're using the same talking points. They're saying the election was stolen. Biden is not a legitimate president. And look, here's a patriot using a, a, an American citizen as a prop in Russian anti-democratic propaganda to undermine this country and the grand experiment in liberal democracy that so many fought, bled, and died to entrust to us while our president is overseas meeting with the anti-democratic foreign dictator. We have the, the, the termites in our body politic, in our, in our house, um, gnawing at the pillars of democracy, infesting this country making us sick, fanning out, being used as props in propaganda. And then they have the nerve. They got the nerve to, to call themselves patriots. Really? You see what I mean? This is where we are. And it's, uh, it's not... It's really... Um, I'm trying to find the words. It's alarming. It's, nothing does it justice. What word can you use? Ugh. Barnett has been charged with several crimes, including obstruction of an official proceeding, disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building, and uh, where or grounds with a deadly or dangerous weapon. He he had a stun gun, as you do, right? When you remember all those protests, those peaceful protests you went to with a stun gun and bear spray and zappers and bats and pipe bombs. Remember? Oh yeah, liberals. We're just so violent. Taking over Antifa. Black Lives Matter, look, it's the same. He allegedly took a piece, well, not allegedly, we saw. It took a piece of Pelosi's mail and left her a note calling her a bitch, although he misspelled the word. Aw, aren't they sweet? Aren't these babies? These out-of-control babies? These toddlers who have no business anywhere near power. Babies. 
I exercise my First Amendment rights every hour, every minute, every day, and I will never stop, Barnett boasted on Russian state propaganda television. He was released to home detention after complaining that being held behind bars wasn't fair. Everybody's picking on the fascists. When the other capital suspects were allowed to return home... I can't even get out of here to be used as a prop on Russian state TV. This is something that in another time and place might have got this prick hanged. Right? Or shot. We have an adversary actively attacking us. And this scum... This treasonous scum volunteers to be used as a as propaganda fodder. Tokyo Rose 2.0. That's who they are. They're all traitors, guys. He should be back behind bar. I, I mean I really hope that the judge overseeing this case throws the book at this son of a bitch and calls them out for what he is, a traitor who should be ashamed. A judge turned down an early request for his release, ruling that Barnett's entitled behavior shows a total disregard for the law and the Constitution. (laughs) But um, he is due back in federal court when? What day? Tomorrow? No, that was today. I wonder what happened. June 15th, he was due back in court. Let me see if I can find what happened. Oh, they postponed it till Thursday. Hmm. Seven hours ago, Newsweek writes, Capitol rioter Richard Barnett seeks his freedom to attend a car show. What are you talking about? He needs to be muzzled like uh, that Fox News fascist. Muzzled. Oh, my God. It's so, it's so horrible. (sighs) so depressing that we live among traitors and the it's not just the traitors it's the it's the denial it's people enabling them and trying to reach across the aisle to them work with them they are I mean come on guys they're traitors they're not they're not patriots. Enough is enough. We need to... Uh, I, I fear that we... We're not going to have... Well, not... I mean, we do. But not have the stomach to do what is required to have a functioning society, a democratic republic that works for all. And it has to start with putting these 
these traitors in their place, stripping them of power. Uh, there's so much work we have to do. But, oh, my God. And we know, I mean, it never it's never going to stop without accountability. Just like the end of Reconstruction, we've, we've never completed Reconstruction, so here we are. So it can only get worse if we don't do what's required. It's unbelievable. From the Daily Beast, Capitol rioter who raided Pelosi's office makes Kremlin debut ahead of Putin's summit. In what world is this um, a patriot? In what fucking world? And meanwhile, all over Fox News and every Fox fascist propaganda network, they, they continue to spread the lies. Like even today, there was a hearing on the Capitol riot, uh, not riot, insurrection, excuse me. And the Republicans spread the talking points saying that um, Ashley Babbitt was executed and shit like this. That the the rioters were really just... um, walking in between the rope lines and nothing really, it wasn't, it it was uh, the media that made it out to be as bad as it seemed. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? And then the the traitors themselves, you know, the Blue Lives Matter traitors vote against the, the, so let me see, metal, I, I thought I had the list. Yeah, 21 House Republicans voted against awarding the Congressional Gold Medal to all police officers who responded on January 6th. Do you get it, guys? Do, Do the police officers get it? Blue Lives Matter? No, 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 no. The Republicans, they have, and the the fascists, the conservatives, they are not pro-police. They're pro-police state. That's it. If the police are on the right side of history, as you see, they'll easily throw you out. They'll easily vilify you, turn their backs on you, leave you for the mob. The Republicans have, um, they got work to do, and that's, they got Putin's orders to follow. <sighs> 21 House Republicans voted against awarding the Congressional Medal, Gold Medal, to all police officers who responded to the January 6th insurrection. The measure passed the House with overwhelming bipartisan support from 406 lawmakers, but 21. Republicans who voted no drew immediate condemnations from their colleagues and the vote underscores the lingering tensions in in Congress. Amid efforts by some Republicans to whitewash the events of that day, they just want to move on. Don't call it an insurrection. 
That's one thing we're noticing. You see, the Republicans are good at branding. They're trying to rebrand it. They're not using the term insurrection. They Because branding is all they have. They don't have anything in reality to boast about. And they are not about doing anything in reality to boast about. So it's all branding for them. While they drag America across the line into straight up fascism. That's it. Let's see. Of course, they're both sides. They're still pushing. We played the uh, the clip of Louis Gomer yesterday, saying that it was Antifa dressed up again. This is what they're saying. So that's another thing that makes me want to pull my hair out. All of the time we waste in this country, of all the things, of the actual, the things we have to do to make a more perfect union, we, all of the time we have to waste repeating ourselves, saying, no, it's not stolen. No. Grab. It's not both sides. There were no Do Antifas. Ache feel heavier, what the fuck is that? Veins, Come on. Leg swelling or restless legs can be from vein disease Where is this and can lead to more playing? complications or problems. As the area's only vein specialist at Ozark shit. Regional Vein Center, we use a nearly pain-free laser treatment that? that allows you to return to work oh or play with no downtime and no discomfort. Treatment is covered by Medicare and most health insurance providers. Oh, you fucker. Call or text now to schedule your free vein screening or visit OzarkRegionalVeinCenter.com to learn fuck? more about the added measures we've taken for your safety go away i'm trying to shut these pages i don't even know where they just Grab started playing richard barnett due back oh in federal my court god this week. he is facing multiple charges related to that january 6th go riot away at the US capitol barnett made national news when he was seen on social media in a photo with holy his feet shit huh <sighs> i hate that I have like 20 friggin' ads, I mean, uh, tabs open, and then an ad starts playing. It's like 30, you have, what, two hours into the show. I don't know which, which tab. I had to shut everything. Deep thrombane thrombosis. Veins. Good thing it wasn't um, a story about Botox. Oh, God. Here's some Fox News propaganda. Biden, there's no tough love. There's no America first. There's no accountability. Mm -hmm. There are no difficult conversations, no negotiations. America last policies. This is them attacking the president on foreign soil. Remember how that used how quaint it was when used to be this unwritten unsaid agreement but you don't attack the president while he's on foreign soil so he's on foreign soil. there's no standards anymore the republicans if there's no line it's across there's no line for them because they're cowards now if you know and they're traitors and if you know if the if the shoe was on the other foot if it were twitler and we were attacking him, of course, because he's a disgusting waste of human DNA who sat. I mean, I, I always have this image of, of that orange vomit sitting in, the, um, in Normandy 
on the 75th anniversary of D-Day, attacking Nancy Pelosi, calling her Nervous Nancy, while the backdrop of of uh, headstones of, of of human beings of people who are worth we're worth more than every goddamn strain of trump dna going back to the primordial ooze and he sat there with using this backdrop as um without without even thinking i mean he's they're disgusting but of course and the 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 republicans they said nothing about that they thought that was appropriate and here's hannity the stupidest man in media parroting fascist nazi propaganda we know if this were 1935 or 30 or before, you, you know what side they'd be on. You know. They're fascists. I mean, there's no getting around it. Keep saying America's back. America last is back. America paying the bills for the world, that's back. And as a result, the world is once again taking advantage of Biden's what? tremendous, clear weakness and utter stupidity. Unbelievable. Last week's summit between an American and the leader and President Putin was in July of 2018. That, of course, the famous summit in Helsinki. The famous between summit. Between President Trump and Vladimir Putin. It I- was famous for his sycophancy, for him embarrassing the United States. That's why it was famous. But here they go again, rewriting history. At that one, it was a very similar location. We were right there on Helsinki Harbor. But this one is going to be different from one particular uh, standpoint, Jillian, and that is that President Biden, after his meeting with Putin, will hold a solo news conference. Uh. There will not be a joint appearance by the two leaders. The joint appearance between oh, President Trump and President you Putin sad. was quite a scene. And there's something interesting about seeing the two leaders side by side because, you know, we're going to hear from, from both parties what happened during... The- two leaders you see the way they elevate putin so, as if he's he's equal they're they're disgusting they really are oh see botox here there all right the speaking of disgusting Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I just wanted to show this one thing. You know, he, he, she, whatever the hell it is. Um, I don't know what that is. It's a. It's all. I don't. I refuse to call it MTG. She's trying to get all give herself a name, like AOC, JFK. She wants to be like AOC. She clearly does. So she's rep mtg at yeah that's her twitter handle fuck you mtg um so she's an ignorant professional troll that's what she is she's i mean that the thing is what is so offensive is there's no william f buckley anymore yeah at least you get i mean as much as i hate the so-called intellectual conservative 
which is nothing but the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. But th there's no, there's not even an attempt to sound like they're informed. They're just morons. They th they run on, um, I don't know what, the gut? I guess that's like a George W. Bush thing. My gut. Who do you, uh, and well, and Twitler, who do you confer with? Who do you, who are your advisors? Me, myself, I confer with myself because I have a very big, uh, a brain. Ignorant. The stupid. The ignorant. The misinformed. The malinformed. That's them. And there are no standards that other Americans, so-called Americans, traitors, really, put them in power, actually vote for them. And we know that there are dirty tricks going on, too, but they do get vo some votes. Some people do vote for them. Who the F would send this professional Twitter troll into the halls of Congress a, a moron, a, so, a someone who is so vile. I, I can't even tell you. Oh, God. There's, there's, there's nothing good. There's no redeeming qualities about a Marjorie Taylor Greene. She is like Twitler. Um, I mean, clearly in the right party, but a, a horrible person through and through. Horrible. Gross, stupid, on top of it, dumb. Be spreading the big lie, talking about, um, she's also spread misinformation, I mean, about the Sandy Hook murders of toddlers. That's what really gets me. I can't imagine. This really breaks my heart when I think about how effed up this country is, that we have our fellow Americans in this country sent their children to school and, uh, and these babies, baby, toddlers, young, young six-year-olds. And they were blown to pieces by a Republican-armed mad, madman. And what do the Republicans do in response to that, to the grief, the pain, the suffering left behind by our fellow Americans. They say, oh, well, uh, Alex Jones said, your dead kid doesn't interfere with my rights. That's how fucking vile they are. So not only that, and then they have to endure the conspiracy theories that the children weren't murdered senselessly murdered by by monsters armed by republicans in the blood money and they were they're they they're crisis actors it's all a big plot to make to take guns from from these scums and i wish somebody would already because if we were if we weren't so sick there would not be um all, there wouldn't be all these mass shootings, false flags. That's what they talk about, false flags, false... They love this false flag thing. 
as if we're just trying to get through the day living in a country with Republican monsters. We're trying to live our lives, go to a grocery store without being shot dead by a Republican armed monster, go to a concert, go to the movies, go to church. You know, we're just trying to live in spite of the, 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 the horror that the Republicans inflict on the country that they pretend to love. Is that what you do to a country you love? You spread automatic weapons to, to everybody? That's what you do? You ensure, and when there are victims, innocent victims, you spit in the face of the grieving parents. You, sp- you add to their pain. And I, I, I think about the father, one of the fathers of the, one of the kids who died, who was murdered by a Republican armed monster in Sandy Hook. He took his own life. That breaks my heart. But I, I almost, it's not that I, 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 I can, un, I understand because what do you do with that grief in a country that doesn't give a shit, that answers your pain with mockery, with madness, that does nothing, does nothing to ensure that nobody else has to suffer. All of the, the parents of these kids that are attacked, that survive the shootings, or that are killed, they go out, they try to make some sense out of the senseless death and the grief by in- trying to make sure that nobody else has to die. And what do the Republicans do? They mock them. What are they, they, that man the, who, whose daughter was killed at Parkland, they dragged his ass out of the, out of the State of the Union. This is how what they do. They I can't stand them. That's how you behave to your fellow Americans. No wonder Twitter can sit there with headstones as a backdrop, calling Nancy Pelosi nervous. Nancy, you fucking denigrate everything. They do. That's what they do. They they de- they denigrate they turn everything into a disease everything they touch that's why they're unfit they 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 should be nowhere near the halls of power they they can't handle it they're immoral enough with the immoral enough elevating greed and immorality and selfishness into leadership, and venerating the, the greedy. Enough. That's why liberals are the real patriots, you understand? Because we don't leave anybody behind. We try, at least, to recognize each other's humanity. To build a country that works for more than just the few, the few little parasites at the top. 
and everybody else can go what fight over the scraps and die and duck right so we send the kids to school i mean it's the other thing that is so vile in this country it's embarrassing that we send kids to school and if they are not in um have to d- survive a mass shooting they have to endure live shooter drills. You know, so we give everybody PTSD before they get out of kindergarten. Buying, oh, free market. Here's your bulletproof backpack. Fuckers. Oh, my God. They really do. They they not I was gonna say they make me sick. They don't make me sick. They make everything sick. Because they're sick. It's like COVID. It can't help but sicken you. What do you expect? Yeah. Well, anyway, Marjorie Taylor, Q, Q, Marjorie Q. She, she likened, um, I don't know, vaccines, wearing vaccine, saying I'm vaccinated or not vaccinated, uh, to the Holocaust, where where the Nazis made Jewish people wear stars of David to identify. I mean, they're so. Stupid. And so apparently, um, I guess, because the Republicans, I don't know, some, something affected their pocketbook somehow, and they they said something to Marjorie Taylor Greene, you can't say this. So she had to apologize, and before she apologized, because she's such a... She's so um, pathologically ignorant. She had to go through the to the to, um, Holocaust Museum because, as a grown ass woman in the halls of Congress, a, a, an elected representative, she needed to go get an education. You know, like at the Holocaust, like when I was um, a child, and we took a trip to the Museum of Natural History. That that's what she's like a baby. That's who they are. They, you get to this place in life. Here's somebody who never shuts her stupid trap. Whenever she opens her stupid mouth, ignorance comes flying out like bats out of a belfry. But she, so much so that she said such stupid things constantly but this is the the stupid bridge too far for the republicans so she had to um she had to apologize not she didn't have to apologize for her they're hanging a sign that says there were only two genders uh, outside her office across from a, a representative that has a trans child and she doesn't have to apologize for for stalking AOC through the halls like uh, an unhinged he- high school Heather, or um, 
What did she? What else did she do? She call. I think she called somebody. Uh, she says, "Well, she spreads the big lie. She's a tax cheat. She called the um, not just the Sandy Hook. She called the Vegas and Sandy Hook shootings false flags." <sighs> yeah. Oh, she also stalked David Hogg, a a survivor of one of the Republican armed madness that a child at the time of the um, where he survived this traumatic event where some of his fellow students were murdered. Um, That's got to change somebody. So this grown-ass woman stalked David Hoggs, attacked him, screaming at him as he walked down the street. That's a, that's a grown woman there. And this is a young man who went through a traumatic experience. That's your Republican Party. That, you know, that's your patriot there. Is that what a patriot does? Patriot sees a fellow American that's been through a traumatic experience and stalks him and harasses him down the street, adding, why do you want to take my gun away? Why do you want to take guns away? Why do you want to take guns away? Why don't you fucking experience what he did? What he experienced, you mad asshole? I'm so... What are, what are, you, what are your precious jewel children? Oh, God. Oh, maybe then she'll see the light. I doubt it, though. Oh, but uh, but that's the way it rolls with Republicans. They only see the light if something affects them. Nobody else, though. No, because they're the center of the universe, just like a baby. Babies. Babies. That's who they are. Babies. Except babies are cute and they grow up. What's their excuse? <laughs> Errol Thomas, thank you for your super chat. When will Republic clowns ever... Wait, when will Republic clowns ever gonna see that they're twice as dumb as the ones they vote for? <laughs> That's true. I would guess the first of never on that one. All right. Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene's apology. Let's hope it plays. Something's going on. Of course, beach ball. Children, people that that the Nazis didn't believe were good enough or perfect enough. And the horrors of the Holocaust are something that some people don't even believe happened and some people deny but there is no comparison to the holocaust and there are words that i have said and remarks that i've made that i know are offensive and for that i want to apologize and i why is she so annoying her voice is annoying her face is annoying i am just fine and very glad to be able to come out here and do that because i believe it's important it, oh I oh this is important it's important 
important. That's another example of how unfit she is. She's like a child. It's important. I'm just two years old. It's important. She keeps saying it. It's important. It's not important. It's important. It's important. It's very important. To lead, we need to be able to lead in a way where if we've messed up, it's very important for us to oh, say we're sorry. Oh, shut your important. And that's why I wanted to come and talk to you all today because I wanted to say that I know I'm important. that words that I've stated were hurtful. Are important. And, and for that, I am very sorry. Oh, it's hurtful. Sort of like when your weeks, family has disappeared in the night. Jewish Americans be attacked in our in our city streets. Thanks to you. And Thanks to the Republic. We've seen all kinds of people attacked too. Thanks to the filthy fascists. What about trans people being attacked? And uh, who's in the barrel next? Republic clowns, that's what they do. They never make the world a better place. Never. Somebody proved me wrong. Oh, okay. Um, Eisenhower built the interstate highway system. That's about it. Important. It's important. Important. It's, imp it's very important because they can't be bothered, you see, to speak. They, these are the ones that want everybody to speak English, you understand? But the rules for thee, not for me. But they can't be bothered to speak normal. Oh, hello, Ray Ray. Where are you? He speaks normal. They just, it's, they're, um, it's immature. They sound like babies. That's how a baby talks. Speak English, speak, uh, speak like you're an adult. And the, this, um, eighth grade book report on your visit to the Holocaust Museum. Oh, how scintillating for a, a fucking pushing 50 bitch. We've seen it on video. We've seen the reports and these are things that should never happen to any American for their religion or identity. This is, this oh, is such even a trans? country. And hate should never exist between oh, except us. for ha trans. And I, I really and hope that that's something that we can all to come we can all come together on. Um, I'm also a mom, and Ugh, those I always kids. think about America as CPS. Our home, Somebody get CPS and it's the on the phone. For all of us, no, it's the place where we raise our children. It's the place where we stalk Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Like, uh, like a mad woman through the hall screaming as a grown ass woman tweeting and live streaming our stupid behavior for our thousands of followers and now millions. Do I have millions? I don't know. Who cares? I'm Marjorie to MTG to you. MTG. I'm like, I'm just like AOC. I have AOC envy. Like tw Twitler has dictator envy. Where we we enjoy our wonderful lives. It's yes, the place it's so wonderful work. when you uh, maybe own business. Go out to a, a Vegas concert and you're murdered, and then Marjorie Taylor Greene says it's um, it's a false flag. Vacation. Well, we get we to have, have vacation. We got vacation. You get vacation. 
Oh, it's not interesting. One third of the American people can't retire, but this is the best. It's the greatest. We, I went to the Holocaust Museum and I came out thinking, this is, gr- we have the best life here. We do just everything in life and we're able to do that here in our country. Oh, no thanks great- to you. Not many people. You see, David Hogg's classmates can't do many things in life because they don't have a fucking life anymore. You, you ignorant, selfish waste of human DNA. Thing that we can all say is that we all want a wonderful home here in America. Can you believe this? No matter what our politics are. And I'm, I'm taking off my political hat right you, now. You suck. Take off your political hat and get the fuck out of Washington, please. No matter who we are, we want our home to be the best home for all of us. And Except hey- when, uh, in the middle of the night, the people were disappeared, and now you compare doing the, the littlest thing to save your fellow Americans... From uh, uh, from death, you call you compare that to being oppressed. It's being shipped off, stripped of all your wealth. I mean, it's, uh, and uh, I it's just because you're not good enough. It's just terrible. What I learned in the Holocaust Museum that people were they were treated badly because they were not good enough that's what she said are you are you 8 years old lady this is a okay remind yourself this is a representative all right this is somebody who's got a job a government job she got health care. She got retirement. So we're going to be paying for her fucking pension the rest of her rotten, useless life. She got it all. She got it great in this great-ass country. All she had to do was spread fascist lies. Wow. Wow not belong in a good home hate makes a terrible home (laughs) and that's something that i reject and anti-semitism is true hate and i saw that today at the holocaust museum and i think it's something that we should all remember and never forget oh thank you Uh, so i just wanted to come here today and and say that i'm truly sorry for offending people with remarks about the holocaust there's no comparison there never ever will be and so and i'm a stupid embarrassing they're asking questions oh no it's we we haven't been in session so i haven't been here for i think it's three we're three weeks so just coming back in town today and today's the first day i flew in uh, this morning, actually, and so I went this afternoon. So, so why did you decide to go today 
Why did you decide to go today? You've been here in Washington. Why did you decide to go to the Holocaust Museum today? Actually, I visited Auschwitz when I was 19 years old. Oh, boy. So this isn't... Seems like you learned nothing then, too. It isn't like I learned about it today. I went today because I thought it's, it... You know, it's, it's sophomoric. That's what she is. That's what she reminds me of. And sophomoric literally means wise fool. Because that's what a sophomore is. A little bit of knowledge. But just not quite there. Not quite wise. You have some information. You know, that's your second year in high school or college. You, you know a little bit more than a freshman. But you're not quite a senior. But that won't stop you from flapping your gum. And that's that's who she is. She's worse. I mean, she's sophomoric is putting it is is actually elevating her. She's she's more like a sophomore in uh, pre-K. She's an embarrassment. I it's fascinating to me though, as a, just as a sociological experiment. How do you get to be? Well, I don't know. What is she? Forty-seven, forty-eight years old. To to be that as a grown-ass woman, she got two kids. She says, and still be an ignorant cuss. So ig, but but it's she's got no excuse because she pretends to be. I mean, this is their leader. This is a leader in the Republican Party. She's supposed to be. Um, informed right leaders are supposed to be people who have the information they know things they they have a grasp on uh politics policy history reality you would think where does she get all this information from she didn't go to college she didn't take political science she didn't what did she do she went on the internet She's a willfully ignorant Twitter troll. That's it. And she didn't go on the internet. She wasn't on iTunes University or the great courses. She was going down uh, 4chan. This is it. fucked up, guys. Sorry for cursing so much tonight, but that's what happens when I start my day being told I need Botox. By somebody who's supposed to be, I don't know, thinks he's giving me a compliment. It's important. And oh, she goes and goes, it's important. I, I want to smack that important out right out of our mouth legally and peacefully. Yes. I'm trying to hear what that guy says. They're asking her a question. It's very hard to hear, but... I, I think those are unbelievably insulting statements to our American military and to the Israeli military. There is no comparison between our American military and the Israeli military to the Taliban or any other terrorist organization. Imported, like, what about the Capitol rioter, uh, uh, insurrectionists, excuse me? 
and um, important. Shit, that, I don't. I don't think that that's the type of uh, important. Abuse. Important. And it's not just that it's it's more than more than just her statements about the military. Uh, it's also been words from the entire squad. Oh, that have been. She's talking about Ellen Omar and and maybe oh. encouraged attacks. Oh, is that it? Yes, it's not your. Yes. It's not Trump and uh, Charlottesville. Good people on both sides, you know, the side that is fighting Nazis and then the Nazis who are saying Jews will not replace us. It's not that. It's the squad. Learn at the Holocaust Museum today because, you, you know, you, there were multiple opportunities for you to clarify your remarks. And you, you doubled down on this. Oh, yes, she doubled. The, the reporter is asking her, you doubled down originally on your remarks. Ugh, what enlightened you? This is why this country well, sucks, okay? Holocaust- we got this media here, the reporters, all got to gather around this crackpot and ask her, what enlightened you today at the Holocaust Museum, you crackpot? Museum was just a good reflection, and it was it was good to look and see things there, and one of the things I was reminded of is Important. how terrible their policies were. <laughs> Discrimination. How terrible! The terrible Nazi policies. You were reminded of that. She couldn't name a policy. Oh, well, she did. They don't. The Jews weren't good enough. That was one of the policies. That, that was it. It was just that they weren't good enough. And hate. That's how an eight-year-old would put it. At their eight-year-old book, I really—it's the same thing. If you went at a, on a school trip to the Holocaust Museum with with kids, and then they had to give a report, this is what it would sound like, and they would say "important." Were unbelievably uh, horrible, horrible policies, and <laughs> we saw that in Nazi Germany, and you can see it if you visit the Holocaust Museum. Um, again, it's not something I was unfamiliar with, but I wanted to go there today because it's important to remember. Oh my God! Uh, we live in a time where it's hard to imagine that there are people that, that we, believe it didn't even happen. And that's not the point. They don't believe it happened on QAnon. It's hard to believe there are people who believe it didn't even happen. That is not the point. That wasn't the criticism. She keeps bringing it up. In between every important. History is our wonderful lessons. We have to oh, remember so wonderful. these things, even if they're hard to look at. If they're oh, except when we're talking about critical race theory, though, right? ...to look at, and there, it is very painful to, to go and, and see those images and read about... What do you know about pain? You're a sociopath. And, and talk to people about it. It is painful, but it's important to remember. Oh, shut up, important. Kind of what somebody just say to her, hey, it's important. You're 47. You're a member of Congress. You're an embarrassment. It's called important. Important. Is that hard? It's important. Important. We never want it to happen again. 
and and that's why I went there today. Yes. Haiku, eyes of soulless vacancy. Yes, that's right. Another dead eyes. That's one thing the Republicans have in common, all of them. Really, notice that. It's true. They have dead eyes. She's got dead eyes. Oh, what do you mean? Hmm. QAnon? What the hell is that? I never heard the Holocaust denial on the QAnon boards. I only heard about false flags and um, trying to take away our guns, staging false flags and crisis actors. I never heard of this Holocaust denial. Hmm. See, my face is quizzical. Espouse those beliefs. But are you concerned that Q in particular spreads a lot of dis disinformation, not just about Jewish... It spreads a lot? Sorry, How about... I really all... wouldn't know anything about that. Because... Yeah, because I'm not... I know nothing about Q. I'm just an important, a very important person in the Republican Party. And we don't believe in Q. It's all fake news. It's Lugan Press. It's Lugan Press. Um, which is something I learned in uh, the Holocaust Museum. <laughs> that's, that's not... And you see how bad it is when... Um, people are not looked at as important. It's just that they weren't important like the other people were important. And then they said, um, and when everybody pointed at them, and then they said, that's the Lugan Press. Lying Lugan Press. So don't be Lugan Press by telling me that I was a QAnon supporter, even though I did videos and I, I said the same things from the videos and I quoted Q and would reference Q. But now, look at my face. It's very confused. It has a face of, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Don't be Lugan Press. It's important. It's important to be, um, to, to just look at you and with my dead eyes and lie about who I am. Because what I am is so vile to 90, well, 75% of the country. The other 25 are just as evil and dumb as I am. type of information I read and I've, I'm sorry I just don't know anything no, about you that. don't you don't yeah. know anything about it they coached you well did they who's the Lugan press now Wait, I have to rewind this a little because he's asking the Democratic Party is the National Socialist Party like the... Okay, obviously you're comparing mask mandates to yellow stars. 
you said that the Democratic Party is a nationalist socialist party, like the Nazi party. Do you not believe those things? Wait, before oh. you scroll away. Oh, oh, shut up. <laughs> I, I believe that uh, forced mask and forced uh, vaccines or vaccine passports are type of discrimination. And I'm very and. much against that type of discrimination. What I would like to say is I'm removing that statement completely away from what I had said before. There is no, no, I just want to say there is no comparison to the Holocaust and there never should be. In that Except story. that's what you did for weeks, but whatever. I'm sorry for. Yes, ma'am. Yes, very. She's referencing the very fine people. Trump said there were very fine people in Charlottesville, the Nazis who said Jews will not replace us. This isn't about President Trump, and I really don't know anything about those remarks. Yes, Anybody? because that's that's the Republican way. Party of personal responsibility in action. Taking absolutely no responsibility. That's it. I'm sure you know you're a bit of a firebrand, yes. Will that change the way you approach comments? You know, I yeah, I think I think it's good to learn lessons, but I'm always you're always going to see me being very real oh with my, my thoughts. Um, real. I think what's more important is I want important. to show people it's about actions. You know, it's one thing. It's about to actions. Say words, but it's to follow through with actions. Ah. And what I can say is, you'll see me follow through with actions. Uh, that's why I'm here. Today Insurrectionist, to do treasonous this, actions. I believe this this is an action that's important. Important. Sincere. How about pronouncing the word important? Can you do that, child? How about that? You're a grown ass woman in the halls of power. Can you say important and not be an irritating rake on a chalkboard? Can you try it? Try it. Repeat after me. Important. There you go. Easy. And um. So I'm willing to come out here and do it. It's not easy to come out here uh, amongst amongst, amongst you Lugan um, pressers. Times you guys <laughs> are pretty rough on me, but you know Lugan pressing. I'm trying to be uh, very humble, and I'm. And this is what humble looks like. I, I think it's important. So oh, take a drink every time she says important. That's why I'm I'm doing this today. I can take one more question, and then we can go vote. Yes. Something about Democrats, National Socialists, what? You know, socialism is extremely dangerous. First of all, this is really what got me crazy. All right, let's just play it before I go nuts on it. And so is communism. And anytime a government moves into policies where there's more control and there's freedoms you taken bitch. away. Yes, that's a danger for everyone. You lying. And, and I think that's Q something that we should all be wary of. 
uh, anytime that you have things like cens- censorship with social media. Um, That's you know, not the government. Where we have dumb bitch. things being taught where one race is being told it's racist, like critical. <laughs> no, that's just history. When we're taught actual history, I mean, that's dangerous. Race theory, those are problems. These are things that we're seeing in policies. Critical race theory is not one race being told that they're racist. Critical race theory is is examining the effect on racism on public policy and how that shapes our world today. It doesn't say, but it just happens to be that a bunch of white pricks like you are the ones who write the laws. So if that doesn't, but if that means that it's calling one race racist, then own it, party of personal responsibility. Take some responsibility. Out of the Democrat Party. See, okay, you heard it. I'm sorry. Uh, let me rewind it a little. I know it's annoying. Area of uh, any time that you have things like cens- censorship with social media, um, you know, any time where we have things being taught where one race is being told it's racist, like critical race theory. Those are problems. These are things that we're seeing policies coming out of the Democrat Party that I think are dangerous for everyone. And and that's why I'm against them. And and I'll I'll never stop saying I'm very much, very much on track. And I'll never stop saying we have to save America and stop socialism. There's no military and there's okay, whatever. I, I, I grabbed this off YouTube, obviously. You notice none of the re- reporters who are an embarrassment to journalism, none of them said anything about her slipping in that that pejorative Democrat party yet again. Um, oh, um, socialism, you know, because he asked something about the Democrats and national socialism, giving credence to this bullshit that the Nazis were socialists. They were not. They were as socialist as the Democratic People Republic's, People's Republic of North Korea is Republican. Okay? But clearly... Marjorie, filthy fascist QAnon green, didn't learn a thing. All she learned at the Holocaust Museum was that the Nazis thought that some people were important, more important than others. And I'm so sick of this. The, the press doesn't do the, the, the crack corporate media, doesn't do its job. It's not... Um, the uh, the Democrats' socialism is not Nazism. In fact, she's a freaking Nazi. The fascists, the ones undermining democracy, the ones calling the big lie, spreading the big lie from sea to shining sea, attacking the pillars of democracy. That's what they are using, targeting minority groups, turning their back on their fellow Americans, using the language of fascism, infestation, immigrants, infestation. Joe Biden just closed the, what was it? The, the, uh, and uh, a vile um, 
thing, one of the most vile and shocking things that that Twitter did. I mean, there were so many. Office of Immigrant Crime. Okay, where was that? Office, what's it called? Office of... He just closed it. Thankfully. Crime. Let me see. Office of... Where is it? It's called Voice. It was called Voice. Victims of Immigrant Crime Engagement. The victim of immigrant crime engagement was a U.S. government agency established within the Department of Homeland Security under Trump in 2017, established by an executive order. Remember when he announced this during the State of the Union, one of the State of the Unions, and the, the Democrats audibly gasped because it's, it was right out of the f- pages of Nazi Germany. The office's mission was supposedly to provide proactive, timely, adequate, and professional services to victims of crimes committed by removable aliens. The office's purpose was to act as a liaison to ICE and the victims and their families. Isn't that unbelievable? That was frightening to hear that. Office of, of Victims of Immigrant Crime. In a nation of immigrants, of course. Victims of Immigrant Crime. Vilifying the other. That's what Nazis do. And Trump and the Republicans, they are, they're Nazis. They're fascists. Let's see. Let's see. And the fact that she, you, in this so-called contrite speech, this eighth-grade book report, none of the uh, the crack um, press there, they just let her get away with this Democrat Party bullshit. Did you learn anything? One of them could have said, excuse me, did you just say Democrat Party? That's a pejorative. I know you know that. There is no Democrat Party. It's called the Democratic Party. And Democrat Party is an epithet, a a, a pejorative that was put in place after, you know, because the the Republicans have nothing to offer but little schoolyard bully taunts. So you're out here... talking about how contrite you are and how much you learned, but you didn't learn a goddamn thing, did you? You scummy scum. Jesus Christ. We got um, a a so-called president who retweets at the time. You're talking about, I'm talking about Twitter. Trump retweeted a um, white nationalist propaganda. Retweeted Nazi propaganda. I mean, he retweeted... um, I mean, one of the things that Twitter would do is retweet 
videos or whatever tweets from um, accounts that had like 10 followers not, not, uh, and Nazis Nazis with 10 followers amplifying this the the, the fringe the disgusting Nazi fringe they're all, they're Nazis what that's what the proud boys are the proud pricks and the and the incels and the maga morons, the white nat, and this, and you got uh, a um, a standard bearer of the filthy fascist Republican Party talking about I'm a nationalist. People say that's a bad word. Well, you know what? I'm a nationalist. That's Nazi. You're a Nazi. That's what that is. And I'm so sick of these babies who, um, uh, who are too stupid and are, you know, how babies are. They, not, the, not to insult babies. Babies grow up. No, these are perpetual babies. So everything is, they don't, um, you know, everything is so, uh, it's, it, it's when the complex world doesn't fit they just shove it in like <laughs> that's what she said right but uh like just calling the democrats the oh socialists the national socialist party without any historic i mean it's 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 a word okay it's a word it's a label the nazis were not socialist not at all what was one of the the first things they did was abolish labor unions that's not socialism vilifying minority groups that's not socialism oh well the republicans they they say the nazis gave free health care no that the germans had national health care in the Weimar fucking Republic. Facts have a liberal bias and they can't handle it. So don't, I, I, I'm so tired of this. Socialism, yeah, it, the Nazis were socialist. This is what I always say, to just boil it down for these pricks. The Nazis were socialist like the Democratic Republic, the People's Republic of North Korea is Republican. You fucking babies. But it's the same thing that they do the same old dirty tricks and stupid baby justifications like they that they say when they say things like, well, the Republicans freed the slaves. You say it was the Democrats. The Democrats were uh, the wanted the slaves, and the Republicans freed the slaves. You're talking about a hundred years ago, hundred and fifty fucking years ago. Oh, it's because oh well, the Republicans. Well, what about the Republicans today? What did they do today? It's all about the name, the label. God. But we got, it doesn't matter. We got a, they have a standard bearer that they're protecting who's spreading the big lie, who's using every play in the Nazi playbook to destroy democracy like all of his Nazi heroes before him. And then in this, 
this bullshit contrition speech. I'm a, I'm be, I'm up here being humble. She ends it with Democrat Party and and socialism is like National Socialists of the Nazis. You prick. Liars. Liars. I'm tired of it. God. Really? How much longer? That's why this show and others like it are so important. Important. No, it's not important. It's important. So we we can correct the record and so people know because that's another thing that the republicans do and have been doing you know oh liberals they've been trying because the nazis are they are nazis you understand that you take the conservative agenda to its for it's it's just lay it out to its for whatever just roll it out to its natural conclusion and you will get the Nazis, okay? So, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a goddamn duck. God. All right, that's enough. I'm angry. I should get some Botox. Maybe I'll get some Botox and feel better. Well, I'm trying to get this bitch off my screen. I can't. I was looking for the button. <laughs> Not this bitch. This bitch too. <sighs> Breathe. Breathe. But but you see, nobody. Nobody stops her. Nobody corrects her. They just let her spew her shit. And that's what gets me insane. They, nobody stops her and says, no, honey, socialist, the Nazis weren't social. Probably because maybe they're stupid too. Who knows? They, they, but everybody knows this. Everybody who's not a moron understands this. It's not socialism. Nazism is fascism. It is not socialism. And if that's what you're trying to say, then let's go take a trip around the world to the socialist countries and, and let's ask them and the people who live there if they're in living in, a, in oppression or if they are living in the happiest places on earth. Right? Jesus Christ. But that's why the 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 true Nazis like Marjorie Taylor Greene have to have to confuse people. I mean, they're already confused, but they're babies. It it is easier to say, well, the Nazis they had National Socialist Workers Party. Well, that must be that does that mean that workers are Nazis? God, I hate them. I hate them. Oh, Jesus, God. All right, everybody. 
I gotta go lay down. Mamma mia. Hey, who's that? Francis, everybody. Are you okay? Look at him. All right, my friends, listen up. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep the show going and growing. Share the show with your friends. Everything else. I see Mark. Oh, hello, Mark. Yes, we'll have to talk about your appearance on the show. All right, but listen up like i said all right i'm tired i'm just cranky i'm cranky what can i say i get cranky <laughs> i just do when people tell me i need botox hey i don't want to hear it Oh, you ran away. What the fuck? He's usually, it's very weird when, only when I'm on the air, when uh, he's just walking around the house, I grab him, pick him up. He gets, maybe it's, he gets shy. Tara Jr., come in. All right. I just want you to say. All right, honey. What's the matter? Oh, you're cranky too. Everybody's cranky. Great. All right, it must be time for bed. Listen up, guys, guys. We're on the right side of history. We know it. <laughs> At least we know history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy thank you so much for hanging out we will win we stick together we win my name is tara devlin and i will see you very soon <laughs> yes honey <laughs> <laughs>